something was really, truly wrong in my marriage. But I just couldn't put my finger on it. What was going on? I didn't understand. Until the day I ran across the phrase, covert narcissism. And on that day, my world changed. I'm Renee Swanson. I'm the creator of the Covert Narcissism Group and the Covert Narcissism Podcast. I want to thank you so much for joining me. This is episode number one, and we are going to explore covert narcissism. So personally, I was 15 years into my marriage and, and the marriage, you know, it had its ups and downs. And I thought, you know, this is just normal. Every marriage goes through that, but something really, truly seemed wrong. Something just, I I couldn't find peace in my marriage. I couldn't figure out why. And daily, 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 I, I was not at peace. And, and I began talking with a friend of mine about some of the frustrations that was going on in my marriage. And she started telling me, you know, hey, this is not okay. This is not, you know, what, what normal or healthy relationships go through that you need to explore this. And, and she told me, hey, you need to maybe go see a counselor. Well, I resisted for a long time. No, 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 I don't need counseling. We're, we can do this. We can get this. And, and so I didn't go for a long time. And finally, she talked me into it. Go see a counselor. So, so I went to this counselor, and, and I was in his office about five minutes. And within, I mean, I was there longer, but, but within the first five minutes, I was describing to him what some of what was going on in my marriage. I just began to give him a few examples. And five minutes into that session, he said, Hey, do you know the word narcissism? I said, well, I've, you know, I've heard it. I, I kind of know what it means. Not really. I haven't paid much, much attention to it. And so he began to describe it to me. He described to me what narcissism was and what narcissistic personality disorder was. And boy, the, the check marks hit in the, in the boxes and, and it was fitting what was going on. I mean, he was describing my marriage almost exactly right, but it wasn't quite exactly right. It, it almost fit, but not quite. And which <laughs> seemed to be the story of my marriage. Things were almost okay, but not quite right. And, and so here I was again in that situation. And, and one of the things he told me is that a narcissist, a person who's, who's narcissistic, they don't change, you know, they, they are who they are and, and that they're never going to change. And my, my response to him was, well, then that's not what's going on in my marriage because he can change. We can get there. If I can just find the right words, if I can find the right, the right way to explain it to him, he'll, he'll treat me better and he'll treat our kids better. I just have to find the right words. And so I walked away from his office convinced that, that narcissism wasn't quite right. I felt like we were on the right path, but it wasn't quite right. Well, he recommended a book. The book is called The Wizard of Oz and other narcissists. And he said, you know, go home and, and get this book and start reading. So I stopped at the bookstore actually on the way home. I was so eager to, to figure this out and to find out what was going on. And so I got the book. So that night everybody had gone to bed and I stayed up and read. And I read the first chapter. It was all about, you know, the narcissistic personality. And and it tied it into the Wizard of Oz and, you know, the, the grandiose personality and behind the curtain is this little broken down man. And, and it almost fit again. It was like, yes, this is what's going on, but, but yet it didn't quite line up. So I kept reading 
And the second chapter was about covert narcissism. And this fit. This checked all the boxes. I put the book down and went, finally, somebody understands what I'm going through. And I sat there and just cried. I, I was so relieved and so horrified at the same time. Finally, somebody understood what was going on in my world. This matched. This bingo. This was it. And then I was horrified at the, con the thought of what that meant to my marriage and to my boys and to myself. I just, I was completely overwhelmed. You know, finally someone knew what was going on and I, I no longer felt crazy. I no longer felt alone and I no longer felt crazy. And, and I'm going to describe to you just briefly here, but then we're going to go in more detail as this podcast develops. But, um, so the, the list of covert narcissistic traits that is in the DSM let me find my book here real quick. It's, this is the Wizard of Oz book, and it, it actually has the list of the, the traits that are listed in the DSM for, uh, it's the criteria for diagnosing the narcissistic personality disorder. And I want to just read these. There's nine traits here, and I want to, I just want to read them. And it starts at first with a little definition. It says, a pervasive pattern of grandiosity in fantasy or behavior, a need for admiration and a lack of empathy beginning in early adulthood and present in a variety of contexts. And it's indicated by having five or more of the following. One is, has a grandiose sense of self-importance, exaggerating achievements and talents, expecting to be recognized as superior, even though their achievements might not match that. Number two is preoccupied with fantasies of unlimited success, power, brilliance, beauty, or ideal love. Number three, believes that he or she is special and unique and can only be understood by or should associate with other special or high status people. Number four, requires excessive admiration. Number five, has a sense of entitlement, unreasonable expectations of especially favorable treatment and automatic compliance with his or her expectations. Number six is interpersonally exploitative, meaning taking advantage of others to achieve his or her own ends. Number seven lacks empathy, is unwilling to recognize or identify with the feelings and needs of others. Number eight is often envious of others and believes that others are envious of him or her. And number nine shows arrogant, haughty behaviors and attitudes. Now, this is the list in the DSM of criteria for the narcissistic personality disorder. And again, as I was reading it, I thought, yes, this, this fits him. This is what's going on, but not quite right. And when I dove into chapter two, this was the one, this was the section then that really convinced me. And it said things like the covert narcissist carries these same internal traits that the, the narcissistic personality disorder has, but covers them covers and disguises those grandiose needs that they carry inside. So in the public world, they don't show them. It's almost like they recognize that people don't like that. And so they won't be that even though those desires are still inside them. They have illusions of selflessness. You know, they, they think that they are a selfless personality. Uh, I mean, a selfless person and they, they carry that illusion and that belief and yet all of these internal traits of narcissistic needs are still present. They gain attention through the role of playing helper. 
So it's, it's this, you know, um, they, they show that they're the helper of the world and they, they don't like the spotlight. You know, I don't, I don't care for drama. I don't like the spotlight and, but I want to be here to help. I'm, I'm here to help you. And yet they're gaining attention through that help and, and they're gaining, you know, those that, that feed into those narcissistic needs that they have. And at first you think that this is who they really are. They seem humble. They seem generous. They seem caring. And you think that's who I've just found. And you feel like just overwhelmed with joy at that. But as the relationship deepens, those same narcissistic traits that I just listed, they reveal themselves. They show up and they show up though only in the inner circle, only in the intimate relationship. It's, it's a, the difference is with an overt and a covert narcissist, the narcissistic needs and traits are all still present. The difference is their public persona. The difference is who they show the outside world, what, what they show, who they choose to be to that outside world. And, and so now here I was, I'm in this, I'm in a relationship. It's clearly, you know, a, a narcissistic um, person that I'm dealing with. And, and I've been married for 15 years and we've got two boys. What do I do now? You know, what, what, now what? And it is such an overwhelming feeling because now begins the rest of my life. Now begins my story. This is day one on what to do with the rest of my life. And I'm going to go into that in this podcast. I'm going to explain to you kind of what I did and how things developed and where I went and how I can stand here today now. I am two over two years out of that marriage and, and I'm doing amazing. I'm, I'm strong. I'm standing on my feet and I'm proud of who I am and I finally have found myself again. But it's a journey. It is a, a journey of healing. It's a journey of tears and it's a journey of, of strength as well. So I want to share that story here. You know, um, we will be, we will be um, exploring all of this. I'll help you to wrap your head around what's going on. And so I'm so glad to have you here. And the very next episode begins my journey of what do I do now? And I hope you join me on that episode. I'm thrilled to have you here. And let's go, um, let's go help each other. I never dreamed how much I would actually enjoy podcasting. When it was first suggested to me, I'll be honest, I was a bit intimidated by the thought. But when I found Anchor, I quickly realized how easy this was going to be. Anchor provides me with the tools to record and edit right within their program. I don't need additional software. I didn't even need to know how to distribute the podcast because they do it all for me. I would not be where I am today as a podcaster without Anchor. It's all you need and completely free. If you are looking to get started, download the Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you.